Welcome back to our podcast edition. This is Cece. And this is Claire. And hello, friends and greetings, listeners, to our letter of the podcast edition of uh, our second episode and third season of Sendition. We have a special guest today, or I'll say special guest. Um, we are currently having a fellow podcast, these fellow podcasters from a podcast called Four Teens with us today. Do you guys want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, um, I'm Isabella. I'm Gloria. I'm Lauren. And I'm Paley. And we're four teens. So if you were to, I guess, elevator pitch your podcast, how exactly would you do it? So basically we're an advice-based podcast that is for teens and tweens because they kind of fall in the same category that tells you fun things like how high school works, or better ways to get through middle school. And sometimes we just share fun stories or play games just to lighten things up. And what is the origin story of your podcast or why, when did you start it? So we've had recordings of the podcast for about a year and a half. We started it during quarantine. We were all friends before quarantine started, but during quarantine, we would Zoom almost every night with these people and then a few of our other friends and the four of us it was a joke one day we were like what if we recorded one of these it would be the most funny podcast ever it'd be hilarious and then we actually started thinking about it and we did start a podcast and from there we just really found that it's a really good way to keep our friendships together because it makes us prioritize each other and so we've had we started posting, I think last May is what we decided, and maybe June. And so now we have been posting for over a year, and we have done three complete seasons of 20 episodes. So that's kind of where it came from. Pretty cool. So for all of the episodes that you guys record, how do you prep? Well, we don't. Um, no, we do. Um, so for the first three seasons, which is what is published for the first season we used um it was more organized we would have like meetings where we would like go through and we'd like plan everything and we'd like not script things but we would like come up with things and people were kind of expected to come to the zoom with um talking points that like they wanted well and then sometime around like when we got bored um all sort of organization went out the window to the point where like we would decide like what we were filming like when we showed up to the zoom like it would just be like very spur of the moment let's hope that some of this makes sense but then we kind of are trying to go back to a more formatted um format that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah I think we um Claire and I had a similar thing like in the beginning when we started we had this script because we didn't like we talked a lot but we didn't really it felt very awkward I would say like having conversations where you're like where you're also having these conversations not for yourself but for other people to listen and it was when we recorded that script it was very very terrible so after that we scratched that when did you guys like was it more accidental that you just happened to get away with the script or it was just hey the script uh, like not script sorry the plan stuff wasn't working for you 
well mm-hmm. if, since it was like through quarantine we had nothing to do and this was like the new fun thing going on besides like sitting in my bedroom alone so we were like oh my gosh we can plan this out we're totally gonna get everything right it's gonna be perfect and then when school started or like things got liberated more so like I could go to the pool or like I could go hang out with people it just kind of seemed less fun to sit on a zoom and plan things when I could be out doing something I really put it down to we got busy we mm. so we're all involved in various extra extracurriculars so it would it's like Gloria said it stopped being as much of a priority and we also just had less time because school was now not just 20 minute zooms it was all day in person you know and so we lost some of the passion for it and some of the time which are both things we are really putting back into it as we'll talk a little more throughout this episode going into season four I see. So I'm guessing that for your next season, then you are trying to add more structure and passion into your episodes this time. Yeah. So for your podcast, why did you decide to start a podcast out of all different sorts of media? Like you could have done YouTube or something similar to that. Why a podcast? I think a podcast is definitely a preferred type of media for me just because I like to do a lot of different things at once and it's not like a YouTube video or something or a TV show that I actually have to pay full attention to. I can kind of um, just sit there, do homework and listen to other people talk, which is satisfying. Plus, I think just hearing someone else talk, if it's like through your headphones, is really kind of a way during COVID that I think we kind of formed more connections because I think having that thing where it feels like one-on-one instead of you know this YouTuber talking to millions of people looking at the screen and stuff I think it's a lot more I guess personal to hear someone talk and yeah I I just think that yeah I just think yep that was a great answer. And I think we definitely had that. And there was also a practicality issue of my parents are very adamant on what goes on the internet, just whatever parents. But so I wasn't allowed to show my face or my last name on the podcast. And so having something like a YouTube or this is why we don't have a TikTok where you have to have it, it would be really weird to try and not have a face on every single episode. Whereas a podcast, a voice is a lot less traceable. That's true. I've been told. So that's <laughs> another reason we chose this. It was just more practical. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's more private mm-hmm. compared to YouTube video where your face yeah. is literally plastered everywhere. I also think it's less intimidating to put a podcast mm-hmm. out than it is to start a YouTube channel mm-hmm. where. I've heard this from YouTubers I've watched where it's, uh, people, if they find your YouTube channel, it's more embarrassing than and it is. I think, we yeah, I think that podcasts are also kind of a, a smaller niche, I guess, because on YouTube, maybe it could fall into the wrong, I guess. And, and I guess that could have a podcast too, but I think when you know what you want to listen to, 
it's easier to find a podcast that has that type of mm-hmm. content rather than search through YouTube videos. And it I feel like you can get more information quicker on a podcast. Yeah, because in like 10 years, I don't really want like a three minute video of me embarrassing myself all over YouTube. But like, that's true. I mean, some of our advice is a little cheesy, but there's like not really, this is kind of bad that I'm thinking about this way. There's no way someone can really make fun of us for what we've said. We're like in a YouTube video, it's like, oh, look at your hair, look at the way you did this. It's more just like, well, we were mm. trying to give advice to young teen girls. Like, you got to give yeah. us some. <laughs> I definitely That's think true, though. that the judgment level on a podcast is less than the judgment level that would have been on YouTube because our podcast is based towards teens and we market it kind of as a podcast made for every teen but I definitely know that we have a lot of mostly female listeners and I think that going on a YouTube and seeing people YouTube video and seeing people criticize other girls for just doing something would not be productive to like society or to what we're trying to do so a podcast where we can just talk and other people can listen and it's a judgment-free zone I definitely think is a lot better from an editing standpoint it's a lot easier to edit audio only than audio and video that is so true. Oh my God. Because like, if you want to stand out on YouTube, you have to add all of these like effects and like music in the background too. But then for a podcast, it's just, oh, make yourself sound nice. Edit right. all like the awkward parts. Exactly. That's it. Um, I wanted to, I'm wanted to get back on what you guys mentioned about that anonymity of speaking on a podcast because even though you're kind of behind the screen and I would say for most podcast listeners, you don't really like, you don't really know who they are and they don't really know who you are, except from the personal experiences that you choose to share, right? And I think with social media and whatnot, um, I guess people have been more open about sharing in more intimate details about themselves. And I wanted to know what you guys thought when you guys were sharing these personal stories that maybe you wouldn't tell other people like even maybe an acquaintance right um so like personally like I have always stated that like I'm an open book I'll tell anybody everything um it is a level of like vulnerability that comes with like the chance of like future employers or colleges listening to this like that's a possibility but at the end of the day it's like the stuff that I would deem controversial that I would say on a podcast if I'm not getting let into colleges or I'm not getting employed because my statements on Black Lives Matter and like sexuality and all that stuff then those aren't colleges that I want to go to or those aren't jobs I want to work so yeah um I I kind of disagree with Isabella here. This is where we're at two different standpoints. I definitely struggled a lot when it comes when it came to um when it came to talking, when it came to sharing, when it came to like speaking up for what I believe in, just because it is really scary to open yourself. Like the same for me too. Cause before starting the podcast, I think I never really talked about the things that we talk on our podcast to anyone not like barely ever my friends but now I have this outlet to you know talk about more 
I guess, touchy subjects with CC. So it's helped, I guess. It's helped me learn about myself. So before starting your podcast, what were your opinions on podcasts? If that kind of makes sense. I thought they were what like moms listen to in the car. And they were like, either about like murder or like your, your, um, marriage is going dry how to help like it was like a self-help book but like as a video for real like my dad's a teacher at one of the high schools where we live and I know that he did podcasts with like his students and I'd be like that's really cool but that seems like old people stuff like my parents would like listen to them in like the car and I like absolutely hated podcasts the only podcast that I would watch were like the YouTube ones that like mm-hmm. Rachel Ballinger and like the Try Guys did and I would only make it through a solid 15 minutes of those before I would turn it off yes my mom listened to them in the shower all the time and I would we'd be like oh, she's listening to a podcast like it was this really fun <laughs> thing and then I started listening to Teenager Therapy which is you probably mm-hmm. heard of it the very popular podcast and I really liked those and the reason I listened to them but uh I at the time had limits on my phone at night but Mm. like parents but my but podcasts were allowed and so I was like well I'm awake and bored like what can I do you might as well (laughs) let's do a podcast so I did and I kind of started to like them and I think we've gotten a lot of our inspiration from them because they touch on a lot of really relevant teenager topics and that's something we kind of admired about their podcast and try to incorporate into ours Mm. yeah um I like listening to our podcast I do I sometimes like listen to it I'm like man that was a really funny episode I don't understand why we're not famous comedians by now um kind of nostalgic to go back and listen to it filming them it gets you more comfortable with your voice like listening to my voice on recording is a nice to hear I remember when we we edit like oh yeah we have to like edit and stuff so then like we're pretty much exposed to our voice every time but let me tell you like the first few times I started editing or like listening to our podcast episodes I would just give this like wave of cringe I personally absolutely hate listening to my voice but you know what after like podcasting it's helped me kind of get rid of that (laughs) type of embarrassment and oh my god that's my voice that kind of thing you know it's also it's interesting because I don't I just because people's voices sound different on recording but Mm -hmm. I can now recognize their voices perfectly on recording or in person Mm -hmm. So compared to when you guys started during quarantine, right? Could you give us a rundown of like where you guys are now compared to back then? Yeah. Okay. So like back then we were 14. We were, we were, we were babies. We didn't know what the world of high school and schedules meant. Well, now most of us are, well, y'all are still 15. The point is, is we're almost 16 now. And we realize that life gets hard and we get busy really, really quick. So basically, we're kind of rebranding our entire podcast. We're doing a big old rebranding. We're doing more structured episodes, shorter episodes, because we would film and like 
we're best friends. So we would just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. We're like, nobody needs a 50 minute episode about like shampoo. Like that's not something that anybody needs. So we're going to like, we've condensed and shortened our episodes. We're also doing kind of different structures. So we're going to do like some like movie TV reviews. Um, and then we're doing, we like just filmed an episode where we like read from our diaries from like when we were little. So still trying to make it, we're basically trying to make it more relatable, but also just as meaningful and still short and also make our Instagram more aesthetic. That's basically the rebrand. Um, and also it was good. We kind of took a really big break. We're still in the break. Um, we've been like filming during, during the break, but we basically took a break from posting and it's honestly been good because it's allowed us to like refocus and remember why we started the podcast and why we wanted to do it because it got to a point where like, Gloria, do you share, do you care if I share your moment of wanting to quit the podcast? Sure. Okay. So there was this, one time where like we were filming and it was probably later because like we don't really like filming like past a certain time because we mm -hmm. just get irritable with you with each other um but it was Gloria had not she had had like a bit of a stressful week and something I don't even remember what it was but it was the tipping point for her and she just clicked she left the zoom and she texted the group chat and she was like I'm not doing the podcast anymore I'm done this is the one thing I have I I have control over so I'm quitting and then she like came back obviously when but it was the, but basically like that was just kind of like a turning point for a lot of us where we, we were like okay we've got to like figure out how to like still make this fun for everyone mm -hmm. and I think that the new that we're, way that we're doing that is um uh, we also figured out a way of delegating the jobs I think when it started Haley edited Isabella what did you do you recorded the meetings and it it I, it was all it was all weird and so we mm. got and then after like a week of that <laughs> yeah it lasted solid maybe two episodes before we switched it up and we found who actually uh it's most convenient to do each step of the process so that changed a lot who does what mm -hmm. we also got we had a youtube and looking at analytics none, none of our views were coming from that and it was a whole episode. since so, we can't our faces it was like, it was the the normal podcast that you could get on like Spotify or wherever you watch your podcasts, but it just had our logo the entire way through because we didn't have mm -hmm. a video. So it was like, who would waste their like phone battery watching the, you know, you would just true. on a podcast app because they're free. And there's like, I don't think there's is ads in the middle of a podcast or if there is, there's like one or two. So it was like kind of pointless because no one was going on YouTube looking for podcasts. We had like one episode each that was specific to YouTube. They're still up and it's like a mm -hmm. podcast of just one of us. So those were like YouTube specials, I guess, but it just was interesting. Kind of YouTube. Okay. So those are little Easter eggs. If anyone ever ventures onto our YouTube, it's not deleted. We just stopped that. <laughs> After this, our analytics just rock, just rock it up. We're like, oh my God, look at that. Who's that? <laughs> they just keep watching over and over again. Anyways, um, back to our question. So, Gloria, it seems like you have some answers about Instagram. Basically, when we started, like the first one of our first episodes was like girls and boys ask each other questions, or like ask the opposite gender, as we call it. 
and I like add my thumbnail because I make the thumbnails slash like Instagram posts. Well, now it's Isabella's. It's complicated, but Mm -hmm. it started by, it was like a white screen with like the boy symbol and like blue cars and then like the girl symbol and like pink things. I promise I'm not like sexist. It's just the only thing (laughs) I can think of. And then like question marks. It was like boys and girls. That's another question. It was so like literal. It was so, there it is. Lauren showing And so I was like, okay, I need to make this like a little cuter, you know? So then I started like actually making cute, cuter aesthetic things. And then I was like, oh, what if we made them all one color? So like, I think we're doing each season as one color. So if you scroll through the Instagram, everything is like purple for like the last season. And so like thumbnails are now as well as job, but I still like post, I still physically post the Instagram things, but now it just looks a lot cleaner and mm. like less bleh. Good description. Like are everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, when people look at your Instagram, that's the first impression they see. Like, oh, are you guys put together? Mm-hmm. You can obviously tell that from your Instagram feed. It, like, whoever's willing to answer. Has, like, posting on social media or marketing yourself through your podcast affected how you kind of are, like, personally on social media? Like, on your own accounts or maybe, like, other accounts mm-hmm. you... Well, I like have a business Instagram for like my jewelry business. Sorry, I'm taking this question too. Um, And so like I've had ads before. And so whenever I see someone post an ad, I like make sure to like it. Or whenever someone has like a question in the comments, it's like, what's your favorite color? I always comment because I know they're just doing it so that like it boosts all their like analytics and stuff. Cause like, I don't just like click the Instagram button. Like I kind of have done a lot of research on like how to get your Instagram post to more people, what makes people see it, like how to really get your analytics up. So I know all the tactics that other people are doing. And I don't think I'm like in competition with everyone. I like want to help. So I like Mm -hmm. make more of an effort to comment on things and things like that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I don't. I don't um I don't run a business like account or have a business but on my personal time I like to edit and stuff so I have an account where I like to post my edits and I don't know marketing for the podcast and marketing for like not marketing that's kind of stupid to say but like making making people want to watch your stuff is I guess kind of the same in terms of like using hashtags and finding your group of people in your audience and reaching out to people I can definitely see where those two things kind of merge together I don't know we all just have our own like special areas of life that fit in kind of to the marketing area even though we're not all selling things but we all have like specialties and hobbies that also go along with marketing in a way I agree I see that was well put so back to like the actual podcast itself seeing that you were but all very good friends even before you started this podcast how exactly has this podcast affected your friendship with each um, other well just <laughs> well. um we started this podcast and we used to talk all day every day and you know we thought okay Literally, yeah we I talk would- all day every day might as well film it Okay, we would call each other at the beginning of the day to like help each other with like homework and stuff. And then we would straight up be on FaceTime and Zoom for like hours upon hours. Oh my gosh, how yeah. did your batteries not die? Okay. 
continuing on with what I was saying before Isabella decided to talk. Whoa. Um, See, that is how it affects our friendship. <laughs> right there. So, Classic. as I was saying, um, we used to talk every day. And it became, I guess for me, honestly, it felt like a point where the podcast and filming felt a little bit like forced communication. And for a while, it didn't feel as natural as it did I guess just talking on the phone or having a conversation with each other. And I didn't feel like we had that connection with the podcast that we had with each other. So I think our friendship has definitely gotten stronger in a way that we now feel connected enough to go on the podcast and like show who we really are rather than try to put on a front and try to say all the right things like we used to do. We are very opinionated people. And so our opinions are like part of our identity at this point. So when someone would pitch an idea and someone would be like, I mean, that's fine, but like, I think this is better or vice versa or just something along that lines. We took it so personally. Like we would talk later in the day about non-podcast matters and there would be so much with like, what's the word for like sass, but- Tension, passive aggressiveness. Like tension? Because it would just be like, oh, well, I don't like your sweatpants. Like, we would just be so mean to each other for no reason, just because someone didn't like our idea to discuss the middle names of our dogs. Like, it was the <laughs> stupidest things. But we took them so to heart. I think we still do. When someone has an idea and no one and someone doesn't like it, there is issue. Yeah, I, mm. I think that the podcast has taught us a couple things. And one is that it's good to take breaks from each other. And two is that we well I don't I have a theory that the podcast is one of the reasons we have not drifted and it's caused some rifts but I think it's also helped keep us together a little bit because even if we didn't feel like talking or we were too busy too busy to talk that week we still had to get on and record a podcast together so it's kind of kept us together but it also definitely caused some fights but I think that made us learn how to get through these fights because if there's one thing this group of girls could do it's move on from a fight we've had to do that multiple times no group of teenage girls are perfect no I don't care what the world says every teenage girl is catty and that's just what it is especially when you have four very headstrong teenage girls let's not use headstrong like it's a bad word it's the truth and we all just want the best for the entire world we all think that we're freaking Gandhi and we're gonna change the world somehow it's okay I've never oh once God. referred to myself as Gandhi, but I can't. Neither have I. None of us refer to ourselves as peacemakers of an entire country. Point being, it has both. Point being is that we can be horrible to each other sometimes, but we get through it and we're learning because that is what the whole freaking point is. Okay. Don't worry. Like, I think from most people hearing this, everybody has their group of friends that they know. Like, you know, you go through troubles. We're relatable. We're fun. We're relatable. <laughs> people people relate to us. Um, I don't relate to us. I'd feel so bad for them. 
Oh my god. So going back to I think we've talked about this. So our theme right now is kind of media and that's why we're interviewing you guys who create media, right? I guess you could like I I don't know the exact word, but people who do that. And I would love to hear from each of you if you guys are willing how creating a podcast has changed how you consume like other parts of media uh, other forms of media like do you listen to podcasts differently or like do you have a specific view like maybe I know some people like once you know something really well you like use that lens like everywhere you I have a lot more respect for media creators and content creators now Mm -hmm. um I'm not saying that like I'm like some huge influencer like nobody knows who I am but like I do have a lot more respect like when I listen to podcasts I'm like oh they put a lot of work into that and like that needs to be respected so yeah um I definitely think the way that I consume media has been more impactful on me because sometimes I'll listen to a piece of a video or some silly Instagram thing and I'll realize oh that person said this this and this that would be a great thing to talk about on our podcast and I kind of keep everything in like little shelves in my brain like that one um Spongebob episode where he like goes in his brain and he's gone oh the um looking through that is (laughs) what I yeah that is what I feel like when it comes to um grasping media so I definitely will take what someone says and think about how I can turn that into something that we have our own spin on and that we produce for other teenagers I still don't really listen to podcasts. I listen to the Trixie Mattel and Katya one. Oh my god, I love that. But I think it should make me think differently about it. And like, obviously, when you're used to seeing like really high quality movies or something like that, you think every movie mm-hmm. should be like that. And so I guess if I did listen to podcasts, I would have more respect for lower quality ones instead of just like making fun of them, I guess, because I feel like that's what we do mm-hmm. with a lot of things because we kind of forget about like the learning curve. So I guess I would have more respect for the learning curve of like figuring things out. Absolutely. Because especially if it's a new form of media that you're doing so many different things to learn. My point I want to take with this was just that editing the podcast has given me, like Gloria was saying, a lot of patience and respect for less than perfect editing jobs because I realized how impossible it is to edit out every like, um, so and but. So there's one, but it's just, yeah. Lots of respect for people who do this because you see what it's like on the other side and how it really is more difficult than we give it credit for. But I think that's everything. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's a huge learning curve for editing the podcast because everything was so new too. And I was like, oh my God, what does this do? What does that do? How do I make this louder? How do I like omit this part? such like a 
big it, it took me so much time to find a way that I was actually satisfied with because I'd go back and I tried to be like a huge perfectionist and be like oh my god this is such an awkward pause or oh my god this is such like a weird thing for us to say maybe I'll edit it out but you know like like you said like you can't edit out every single little thing it's impossible right yeah well just to you know kind of wrap this up a bit what is like a lesson or a piece of advice that you guys could give or even like a takeaway from you know just talking on your podcast instead of talking amongst yourselves in a more casual form like not you know like a podcast rather than a casual conversation I think there are a lot of things out there that haven't been discovered yet but are like equally amazing you know if that makes sense like this is kind of sad but like we definitely do not have a super ultra famous Hollywood podcast, but I think a lot of people would benefit from listening to it or at least enjoy listening to it. But it's just the fact of like getting it off the ground that really sucks because you know people will like your content. They just have to find it. So it definitely is like there's probably like a YouTube channel you're going to love out there. You just haven't found it. Or like having 17 subscribers versus 17 million or thousand doesn't make it any worse I mean you probably don't have the money for the crazy quality equipment you know but you can still have something you really love even if haven't like gotten off the ground I'm gonna say this fast while the dog isn't barking but my takeaway is that you should try things and not be scared of it because the worst that can happen is you'll stop and yeah oh that was so speedy okay my biggest takeaway from this sounds like an essay very very formal um no my biggest takeaway from having a podcast low-key like running a business with three other people is that you're not always gonna agree but like that's okay because at the end of the day you have to prioritize your friendship over the people so never sacrifice your friendships for something that in the end 30 40 years from now isn't really gonna matter I agree I think I've definitely become or we've become more reliable on each other when it comes to a problem because we've seen the way that we talk about different topics and we've seen the advice that we give to people who I mean we've never even met before people that are just listening and I think that it strengthened our friendship because we realized that we could really go to each other with these problems and we can work out whatever's in our lives together because when you have that kind of support system even if it's on the internet or even if it's in your friend group it definitely makes you more self-sufficient and helps you, I guess, get through your problems. If there is something that you guys want to add on about, like an opinion about your podcast or anything like media consumption, feel free to, or you could also like at last end, I guess, plug your podcast again, <laughs> even though this whole podcast revolves around that anyways. Okay, I'll take you up on that. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having us on. We really like guesting on podcasts. This is a really cool way to form the, those connections. But for those of you who don't know, we are four teens. That's F-O-R parentheses, four parentheses, T-E-E-N-S. If you want to find us on Instagram, replace the parentheses with underscores. And we are on pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, YouTube, and Instagram, interact, text us, not text us, email us, or leave reviews, whatever. And I think that's all the plugging I have to do. 
So to all those listening, thank you so much for tuning in and thank you guys for coming on to our podcast. I'm hopefully Claire agrees too, but it was really wonderful speaking to you and people our age as well. Again, thank you guys for listening. Have a great Sunday. Have a great Sunday.